What's up, everybody? This is HB, and welcome to episode nine of Life is So Boring. This episode is titled, I Found My Passion, Now How Do I Make Time for It? I thought this would be the perfect opportunity for me to share with you guys what my passion is, how did I identify my passion, and most importantly, how am I making time for my passion? Um, For those of you who are returning listeners, you may already know my passion is photography. I have been doing photography for over a decade now. Um, I would have to say it really just started off as just taking pictures. I used to have a camera. I literally used to use film. I used to buy film and load my little camera up, take my pictures, and then I would run off to Cherry Hill Mall to the Ritz camera shop and I would get my pictures developed and I did this like on a weekly basis like I literally I think I went to Ritz camera shop every Sunday so you know now Ritz camera I think they went out of business I don't think there's any more Ritz camera shops but this is how long I've been you know into you know taking pictures um I don't think it was until 2015 when I graduated from grad school my family they also you know saw my talent so they all got together and they gifted me a new camera so they upgraded me to a digital camera they got me a Canon Rebel um they got me that because that is like a user it's it's a good beginner's camera Canon is user-friendly So, you know, when it comes to the settings and the lenses and how to operate it, you know, it was it was more user friendly. So that is my first camera. Um, When I got that camera, I think that is when my interest shifted. Um, I think it shifted from um, me just I, I didn't really view photography as a passion. You know, I know passion is like something that is big these days. Everybody is, you know, promoting, oh, what is your passion? Find your passion. You know, 10 years ago, that wasn't really the talk. You know, um, people didn't talk as much about passion as they do now. So, and I was younger, so I didn't really see it as, um, you know, a passion. I just saw it as something that I like to do, you know, Um it was it was something that I like to do. I, I would take pictures like literally all the time. Um, so I think, you know, again, it just started off as something that was just fun, you know. But then as, you know, we start to social media started to grow. I think photography has now really, really became um, a huge industry because of social media you know people are pictures is like everybody is taking pictures um you know with now having digital cameras you're able to upload like bluetooth you don't even have to you can take a picture and send it right to your phone like even i mean let's just look at it like let's just look at how technology has advanced and how it has added to you know just the the industry the photography industry you know, the phones. The, when you get a new phone, what are you worried about? You're worried about what kind of camera it has. You know, I think that's like one of the biggest debates between Android and iPhone users. It's like, oh, the Android camera is better. You know what I mean? So 
every year when these phones come out, what are they what are they upgrading? They're upgrading their cameras. You know, so that goes to show you that this is an industry that is is definitely it has definitely grown um over the years and the culture has definitely changed. Um for me, I again, I have always um had enjoyed it before it even reached this level. Um, but I will say that, you know, once, once I got the camera and I was able to take a different type of picture, now I'm able to take high quality pictures and, you know, get those, um, get those pictures that, you know, that I, I I think about, or I try to recreate, you know, it's easier to do it with the, the camera versus, you know, the phone sometimes, you know, I I don't want to, I don't want to, we can't sleep on these phones though. These phones, they take really, really good pictures. But, um, you know, I think for me, photography is also not just about taking a picture. It's about having an eye for, um, what your subject is. Um, I do tend to take, um, I would have to say my favorite style of picture. I love taking pictures of people. Love taking pictures of people. I love to see, I love to take pictures of people smiling and laughing and talking and walking. And I just love, I love, adore candid photos. So um, in addition to those type of um pictures i when i travel i tend to get more scenic pictures buildings and oceans and you know just random subjects i i tend to get when i travel um you know my daughter and i went to paris for her 10th birthday and you know that was my first time like really taking more pictures of like buildings I just really love the atmosphere in terms of everything was just scenic there you know everything was a photo op in Paris so um in terms of back to identifying photography as my passion I started to notice that um I was extremely happy and at peace when I was taking pictures so, you know, I would have a lot of people say to me, like, oh, you always taking pictures. Oh, you always got that camera. Oh, you always this. Oh, you think you cute. Oh, whatever, whatever, you know. And it was never really the case for me. It was just really, I started to pay attention to my mood when I was taking pictures. And I'm like, you know, I'm really at peace and happy when I'm taking pictures. So whenever people would give me like, you know, backlash about all the picture taken, I would just tell them to, you know, envision, you know, something that you enjoy doing. And you guys can do this as I'm as I'm saying this. Envision something that you really enjoy doing, something that makes you happy, something that calms you, some something that makes you feel at peace. It could be walking some people enjoy walking some people enjoy picnics some people enjoy um driving whatever it is whatever it is that you enjoy doing imagine doing that and that's what photography is for me it it just really puts me at peace it, it I don't really when I'm taking pictures I'm in a really really good mood especially when I have clients who are um excited and they're they they're into photography or they they want 
um, to capture a certain moment, um, it makes it even more enjoyable for me. So I think that it was it was me understanding just how good I feel when I take pictures. That's when I knew for a fact that it was my passion. Um, I never really thought about turning it into a business because it was something that I just did for fun. So I never thought about, oh, like, let me make some money off of this. You know, it was just really something that I enjoyed doing so much so that, you know, I went, I've been to weddings, I've taken really dope pictures at parties and, you know, I'm looking at the work and people look at the work like, yo, you really need to, you really need to charge. And I'm like, nah, I'm not charging nobody for this. This is something I like to do. I'm not, you know, charging. I'm just really practicing and trying to perfect my craft. You know, it's really not for me to charge. But, you know, I I even used to put like when I would put my um, signature on the photos, I would say HB photos pro bono, which means for free. Um, so it was something that, um, again, I enjoy doing, you know, I used to want to do, I, I wanted to do stuff like give back to the community. Cause I know a lot of people don't have family portraits. So I'm always constantly thinking of a way that I can use this passion as a way to give back. So during the holidays, I would like to do shoots of families, like, you know, for free, you know, during Thanksgiving holiday time. Um, so again, it was something that initially I didn't want to make money doing. It was something I just did for fun. But, um, the more people that, um, complimented me or would ask me how much I charge, I'm just like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I should start to charge, you know? And then my friends and stuff, they would be like, when they wasn't using me to take their picture, they would be like, yo, you need to charge. Like, even if you just got $50, $100, whatever. So it started getting me to thinking, you know, that saying where it says, you know, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So basically, if you do something that you enjoy doing and you make money doing it you you you're you'll never feel like you're working a job because you're you're doing something that makes you happy so in thinking about that I was like well you know what let me just start to you know do something small you know I won't charge people a lot you know I'm just getting started just to kind of build my clientele up um so then that's when I just started to charge people and plus I really started to look at you know, what I was producing for people, you know, high quality stuff that they would turn around and pay somebody to do. And I was like, literally just doing it for free. So once I really started to understand that, you know, this is this is a talent you deserve to, you know, get paid for it. And Lord knows people would probably the same people would charge me. So that kind of was another like motivation, like, all right, let me just, you know, really, really start, you know, to look into this. So now I'm, I started to kind of push like a brand. And I know for those of you who follow my photography page, um, it is HB Photos LLC now because I'm in the process of getting an LLC. Um, and I just wanted to get the name before it was taken from Instagram. 
Um, I do have a web page now, which is also www.hbphotosllc.com. Um, the website is not all the way together, but you guys can check it out. Um, but back to what I was telling you guys, I had took an accidental picture of myself, right? So as I started to get better with photography, I started to, because my family, when they gifted me the camera, they actually got me like a bundle package. So I got tripods, I got um, remote remotes to take, you know, to do your own portrait, self-portraits, um, different lenses, all of that stuff. So I started playing around with this stuff as the years went on. Um, I also got a, a ring light for a gift. Um, so I use that a lot. Now I use that a lot with my phone as well as the camera. The ring light is like, listen, everybody, the ring light is your best friend. So, um, I have the ring light and I also, what else do I have? The ring light and the ring light and something else. What else do I have? I think the ring light is it that I have. Um, but nevertheless, uh, so my brand, what happened was I took a picture of myself and I took it by accident. This is the crazy thing. So I had the ring light set up and I had my phone camera hooked to the ring light. And then I had my other camera, my Canon on another tripod. So I had one in front of me. I had the phone camera, the phone in front of me, and I had my camera to the left of me. So what happened was when I hit the remote to take my picture with the camera, my I hit both remotes and it took a picture of me from the side. So when going through the pictures that night, I noticed, I was like, this is a pretty cool picture it was by accident but it was kind of cool so I kind of zoomed in edited and now I am using that picture as my brand's logo so when you see the picture where it says HB photos and it's black and white that is actually me and that is a, a, a accidental picture that I took um from the side and I now use it as my brand logo so um I thought that was that was pretty cool. Like little stuff like that is, you know, I do different stuff all the time, which is how I really like I really know that this is my passion because like I'm constantly thinking about um in my mind, I'm always coming up with different creative ideas of how to take a picture or um where to take a picture. I do a lot of pictures of myself. Like, for instance, I am I have a painting in my room and it's called Face Reality. Um, so the picture is like an African-American woman and she's holding her hand up to her face. And it's like a mask coming down. So she has her hand and then some of the mask is peeling off her face. Um, I actually took a picture of myself before I even bought this painting. Which is why, which, which is why I bought this painting. Because when I seen the painting, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I literally took a picture of myself like that, where I have my hand up. Of course, I don't have a mask on, but I have my hand up, covering half of my face, and it's very, very similar to um, the picture. So, um, I think just with all it, just with just 
constantly, you know, thinking about ways that I can just, you know, be more, um, how could I say, I guess just perfect my craft, just becoming a better photographer. Like that's just one of the things that I think about more often than not. So, you know, I think that is more than enough of, you know, identifying photography as my passion. Um, so now last but not least, the managing the time, the managing of the time now, for all of us, I know most of us are adults with very, very busy, hectic, and demanding lives. Um, so it is very hard um, to make time for your passion. It's very, very hard when you are um, an adult, period. Um, now, for me, um, I'm just going to share a few things that are going on in my life that have really, really made photography quite challenging for me to do and I'm going to tell you what some of the things I've started to um do well I haven't like actually started but you know some of the things that I have in motion that will help me make time for photography but for starters let's let's just start with number one and I'm going to go from you know most time consuming to least so number one I'm a mom um you guys probably all know that, especially if you listen to episode one. But if I have any new listeners, please make sure to tune into episode one, who is HB, and you will get to know who I am. Um, So for one, I am a mother. Now, my two older children are grown. They are grown men and um, they aren't, they don't require as much time from me, but for all of us who know, and I know I have some moms that are listening, you know that you are a mom no matter what age they are. So I am constantly making myself available to them when they just need to talk or when they need advice. More so my oldest son. My youngest son don't really, he don't really be fooling me, with me too much, but just him not even fooling with me is time consuming, you know, because I'm just constantly on him trying to keep up with him. So just just being aware, just being a mom that's just trying to just be aware and be in touch with, you know, what's going on with my kids, what's going on in their lives. Just, it, it can be a little time consuming sometimes. And I don't want to say time consuming, but it, it, it takes the focus. My focus shifts a lot. Um my younger, my youngest child, she's 11 and, um, she would, I would have to say she is the most time consuming. Um, and I say that in a good way, cause that's my baby. I love her. She's so sweet. Um, but we are together all the time. We are like constantly together, especially now with virtual learning, um, with the virtual learning thing where before, you know, I would go into the office and she would go to school. You know, we had our time apart. Now it's like she's doing virtual learning. So she's home all day. And the second thing on my list is that I'm, you know, the the second consuming thing is me working, me being a full-time employee, you know. But the good thing about, you know, my work schedule now is that I don't have to go into the office. I am 100% a telecommuter. So I work from home. Um working from home, I would say, you know, 
people, I really, and I've heard a lot of people say this. I've heard a lot of people say this, that now that we're home, it seems like we work harder. Whereas, um, you know, before it was like, you went to work, you knew where work was at. You went there, you know, now work is in the house. There's no, there's literally like no separation, you know, from home life and work life. They're both together now. Um, and it's challenging. It's challenging because before, you know, it's like you, you knew when you got off work, you could wind down and, you know, you look forward to coming home, but now it's just like everything runs all together. Um, you know, and especially with my daughter being home, she's doing virtual learning. So it's just like, it's just a lot going on throughout the day. The third thing that's time consuming and that it's, it's, time consuming and it, it just it's a distraction um is that I am doing home another project in my house um I just got finished a house project um I think I talked about it on a previous episode I renovated I did a complete renovation on my kitchen um and it literally it just got done and now I started another project so my contractor is here throughout the day um, banging and tearing stuff up. So, you know, that's a distraction. Um, you know, and now I just literally got all this dust out my house from the, from the last project. Now it's more dust. It's just, it's just a lot. And I don't want to say that home renovations are really time consuming, but like I said, it's a distraction because, um, for one, you know, you got to take time to go get the materials. You got to take time to, you know, deal with the contractor in terms of what you want done. And me and my contractor, we go back and forth. So it's that that's a whole ordeal, you know, um, the home renovations alone. It just it's just a whole a whole a whole headache in itself. Um, the next thing is I am house shopping, which is why I'm doing home renovations because I am planning to rent my home out and I just kind of wanted it to be upgraded so that I can make sure that I can get the amount of money that I want for rent. Um, so that's why I'm kind of invested into my home and stuff. Um, so I'm house shopping and that's going to take time out my life too, because I have to travel. I'm relocating. That's my plan anyway. Unless something changes and God sends me a husband that is going to say, Heather, I need you to stay here in Philadelphia. I want you to be my wife and all that good stuff. I'm going to take care of you. You don't even have to worry about working. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm stretching it a little bit, but you get my point. Um, my plan is to relocate. Um, so I'm traveling in a few weeks to go look at some new construction. Um, and I kind of need to finalize what developments I want to go with, what type of house I want to go with, the area. All of that is, um, all of that stuff is just going to take time. And I, I have to travel to do that. So I'll, I'll be doing a lot of traveling back and forth, um, getting that together because my plan is not to be here for only half of 2021 I only plan to be in Philly for half of 2021 so again that's taking time um the last thing is the podcasting um podcasting takes time um just I which is why I don't record quite often 
because I don't have the available time and I'm always constantly trying to make time to get something out there. You know, a lot of my friends and listeners are like, hey, I'm waiting on the next episode. And I'm just like, uh, I just got to make time. So um, making time for that, you know, also um, is on my plate. So, you know, looking at everything as a whole, just those few things. And there's some other some other things that, you know, I'm sure um, take some of my time. But those are primarily the the big things that are on my plate um, that really can that really play into my available time for the photography. Now, um, what I will what I've been doing and what I wanted to share is that um, I started to utilize my phone more. And I, I mean, I'm a person that always has their phone. So I encourage anybody who is like me, who constantly is in their phone, utilize your phone. These phones are more resourceful than you know. Um, What I've been doing to manage my time is, for one, I look at, I'm I'm realistic about my life and my schedule and the time that I need. Um, Oh, and last but not least, time consuming is the time that you need to spend with yourself. You know, I be needing time alone. And although I don't get much time alone, I try to make sure that I take just little breaks where I'm just by myself, whether it's zoning out to listen to music or if I'm just sitting on the steps or anything like I just take little breaks for myself. And that's important. I think that is very, very important for you to manage time to do. Um, so back to what I was saying, what I do now is I utilize my phone and I schedule everything out in my phone. So, you know, I know what I have to do in my work schedule. I usually look at my work schedule a week prior so that I can know when I have meetings, um, when I have, um, things that are due at work that I may have to get done. I'll schedule that in my phone. And then I'll look at, you know, how much time do I need to spend um, doing a podcast? How much time do I need to spend getting this work done? How much time do I need to spend with Austin? And then I'll look at what time I have in between, you know, and then that time that you have in between all of those things that you've you've accounted for in your in your phone, in your calendar, in your schedule, whatever you use. You look at all of the gaps, the empty gaps, and that's where you have time. That's where you have real time to invest into something, whether it's a business, your passion, yourself, whatever. So you look at that free time and then you start to manage that free time. Um, But, you know, again, to do that, you have to be very realistic. And I know some of you are, you know, in relationships. We ain't even talk about being in a relationship or dating. You know, we I just talked about being a mom, you know, you still have to make time for if you have a significant other, um, if you have a spouse, you know, you have to make time for that. Now, for me, I'm I'm always trying to get rest. (laughs) So I'm like always trying to go to sleep, you know, so I'm not I'm not I really don't have time to date, you know, or really get close to somebody like that you know what I mean only because it's like I can't I lose focus you know so if if I I can't I can't really invest too much time 
into that area of my life. I try to be, I try to manage that part of my life. I'm real, I'm real particular about how I manage that part of my life because I don't want to lose focus and I know I have things to do. So um, I guess you can say right now, you know, when it comes to dating or being in a relationship, I need someone that is very understanding of my passion and what I want to do. And I think right now, the person that I, I do have in my life, they're very, very supportive. Um, They actually push me when I'm not, when I'm on my laziest, they're like pushing me, um, encouraging me, you know. And I think that if you're somebody that is trying to really, really make time for your passion, you have to be connected and involved with somebody who believes in your passion just as much as you do because that'll make a difference they'll support you they'll understand the time that you need to get things done and it'll just it'll just be you know it'll just be more um it'll just be easier that way if you're if you're if you're if you are dating somebody um so just this past weekend like I'll give you an example um, Friday, I, I went out, basically, I guess you could say that was a, a, a date, you know, I hadn't been out or spent time or whatever with anybody. So I was invited to a party and I had, I was double booked for Saturday in terms of, you know, two photo shoots on Saturday. And I had one in the first part of the, well, late morning, early afternoon. And then I had one, um, late afternoon going into early evening, um, and I went out Friday night cause I'm like, Oh, I got to make time, you know, for this person. I had to make time for them and, you know, cause I hadn't seen them in a while. So I'm like, all right. So Friday I went out, I'm tired. I had a good time, you know? So Saturday I'm dragging, you know, so I go do the first shoot. So the second shoot, the time changed and I basically, you know, it wasn't going to make sense for me to go because by the time I would have got there, it was going to be over and it didn't, it, it just wasn't worth it. And I was so happy. Let me tell y'all, I was so happy that, that that fell through. Like I didn't even want the money because I was just so sleepy. So once I seen that I wasn't going to be doing that one, I'm like, hey, I could go home and I could go to sleep. So it's very important that, you know, again, you're realistic about um, the time that you have available. I know that I'm a sleepy head. So I, I account for my naps in everything that I do. So my naps are in my schedule. Like I need naps, daily naps. I put that, that's in my schedule. Um, So, you know, again, I basically, I don't do anything. So I literally just don't do anything outside of my available time. <laughs> and that's, and that just goes for anything. So, you know, my advice to you guys who are struggling with managing your time, you need to sit down and just go through your daily activities, the things that you definitely do on a daily basis, um, you know, put it in your calendar, you know, put it in the, the specific time slots. And then after you do that, like do it from, you know, a whole week, seven days, and then after you do that and you enter everything in, um, you now look at where you have available time. 
and where you can get maybe some things you can, you know, move around or whatever. Um, like for instance, let's say you, you do your laundry on Sundays, you know, laundry, maybe you go to the laundromat. I don't know. If take you four hours or whatever to do your laundry. Maybe you can move your laundry to, um, another day where you have, you know, the time available and then you can use Sundays for, you know, that four hours. That's four hours now that you can invest into your passion. And lastly, I think it's important to know that, you know, it's more than just managing your time and creating yourself a realistic schedule. You also have to practice a huge amount of discipline because if you don't discipline yourself to adhere to your schedule that you've created for yourself, you'll fall back into the same trap of not having the time. So it's very, very important just to make sure that you discipline, you discipline yourself, you know, and I struggle with that. So I'm a disciplined person when it comes to certain things, but my time, I have to get better with that. So, you know, this is all new for me too, you know, so I just wanted to use this episode to share with you guys, like some of the things that I'm doing and how I plan to do it. So, you know, I, I wish much, much success to everyone who is actually, you know, working in their passion, developing their passion, who are starting businesses. Because there is, when I say, when I tell you, you know, COVID had a negative impact on our society. But what I will say is that there has been more opportunity for folks to start businesses because of COVID. And I really hope that, you know, people are taking advantage of it, you know. So, you know, my hopes are that everybody is successful. Everybody is doing something that they love. And, you know, given when you share with the world things that you enjoy doing, it makes you feel good as a person. So, you know, for me, when I do this photography, it's not just about making the money. You know, the money is good, um, but it's not just about making the money. It's really about, you know, seeing other people happy. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, If you get a chance, again, you can check out my photography page, which on Instagram, it is HB Photos LLC. And on Facebook, it is at HB Photos. You can also visit my website at hbphotosllc.com. I hope to catch y'all on episode 10. And thank you for listening to Life is So Boring. Peace out.